Do you guys remember that documentary that came out like 10 years ago, Supersize Me? The guy who's like, I'm going to uncover McDonald's by eating it for a month straight. So by the time I'm done with this documentary, people are going to be so turned off to the fact of fast food that it's just going to kind of go out of business and people are going to start eating healthier. So he starts and it's all funny in the beginning. Uh, he gets to the point where he goes to his doctor who's supposed to be supervising him. And the doctor's like, look, you seriously need to consider stopping this because <laughs> it's killing you. And you could tell, like, emotionally, he was a wreck. It was altering his moods. Physically, obviously, he looked a wreck. He just even, like, had pimples coming out, flab, like, growing in places you didn't even know you could get flab. And he's like, no, I'm going to push on. I'm going to do it. And he ended up getting pretty close to a month. And people saw the documentary, and they're all like, yeah, I, I knew McDonald's was bad and fast food and that, but... I didn't really know it was that bad. And, you know, I think it did cause a movement where they just started, like, weaning a little bit their fast food consumption. And you could also, like, you couldn't get a supersized meal after that. It was kind of like another plus. Could you imagine the same type of documentary, but on a spiritual level? So someone could kind of just, like, get inside your spiritual life and your soul and see what spiritual McDonald's <laughs> does to your soul, what what happens when you you eat spiritually but on a bad level. I think it would be horrifying. I think the majority of us are actually on that diet. And the scary thing is, is you can't really see it, but you can perceive it. You could you can feel it. And a lot of people don't know what to do about that. They don't know where to go. So what would be this spiritual junk food or like the spiritual McDonald's that I'm consuming? Start with social media. It's like your hours on social media, on Insta, you're on Facebook, uh, even YouTube, and that actually is affecting your soul. It's bogging it down. It's making it flabby. It's making it obese, heavy. Like you can't, you can't like lift yourself up spiritually. Um, music as well. That's the spiritual junk food. The the type of music I'm listening to, the amount of music I'm listening to. If I'm always listening to music, that's also affecting your soul. That's also spiritually making you obese. So people like in mass, I mean, people who go to mass and they're like, I'm not getting anything out of this. Uh, the word of God. Okay. Like we stand up and we listen to the word of God. It's irrelevant to me if I'm paying attention. That's the hard thing because like I'm usually not paying attention. I'm usually terribly distracted in that moment. Um, I go to communion. I receive the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ, God. And five minutes later, I'm thinking about the game. Or for you moms out there, like I'm thinking about what I'm supposed to be making for lunch. I'm not thinking about what just happened five minutes ago. Jesus Christ, God entered into my soul. Yeah, these are symptoms of of a lot of junk food, spiritual junk food. And just like in the physical life, when you're feeling like really flabby and fat and you're not eating healthily, what happens? Well, nowadays, health and fitness is like the big thing, right? So I'm going to go on a diet, probably spend a lot of money on it as well, and I'm going to start doing exercise. Well, the same thing we have to apply to our soul. I've got to go on a diet. I've got to start eating healthily. And a diet's not just changing what you eat is also saying no to what you eat. So I got to say no to certain junk food. And I also have to say yes to healthy food and then exercise, physical exercise, get up and, you know, before work and, and run. Like so many people do that, you know, just like go to the gym, you know, and start working out. So I'm sweating and, you know, getting in shape. So what would that be like? You know, what would that be like a spiritual diet? 
So fasting, you got to fast. If you go to mass, right, and you are one of those people who say, like, it's just tasteless to me, you know, the the, the whole banquet that they talk about, there's a banquet of the word and the banquet of the Eucharist, it, it doesn't have any taste for me. Well, the fast that comes in there is your social media. You have to fast from social media. So YouTube, Instagram, a lot of wasted time on internet, just not even doing anything. You have to fast from that so that you can actually get this appetite for the spiritual food, the spiritual realities. So I'm saying no to my social media. I'm fasting from that. Um, I'm cutting down a lot and, and I'm being faithful to cutting down on that. And when I do come in, to church, I'm less distracted. I'm less distracted and I'm more open to actually hear the word of God, apply it to my life and so that I can have fruit in me. I've fasted so that I could get hunger spiritually. And then the exercise. So this is the hard part too, because this goes hand in hand with fasting. So fasting and exercise, just like on a physical level, like the more you fast, the easier it is for you to do exercise, to run. You're, you're eating healthier, right? So there's going to be less heavy extra baggage hanging on there when you're doing exercise. And doing exercise motivates you to say no to that junk food because you actually start getting into it. So spiritually, your spiritual exercise would be prayer. And that's hard. And a lot of people stop when it starts getting painful, when it starts getting dry, when they're not getting anything out of it. And that's precise when you got to keep going. Every runner and athlete knows there's, there's a pain barrier. You're running and it starts to burn and they're like, ah, that's enough. Okay. Like I, my lungs can't take it anymore. I'm done. And if they stop in that moment, they're not going to, they're not going to get it. And then that's just going to end in that moment. But when they keep running and they run through that pain barrier, some people even get the runner's high where it actually becomes enjoyable. You get into the routine and you become a runner and it actually is like this habit that gets into you and you do it. Prayer is the same. When you kneel down for a half an hour before the Blessed Sacrament with the Word of God, reading Holy Scripture, letting it work on you, having fasted so that you're less distracted and you're more open to receive it, it, it does get hard. It gets to a point where it is kind of like nothing's happening or I'm just, I'm terribly distracted. I'm not doing anything. Just stay there. Be faithful to this half hour. If half an hour is impossible, absolutely impossible, you could start with 15 minutes and work to the half an hour, but every day do it in the morning. If you're more fresh in the morning, that's when people run, like people go running before work and they're very dedicated to it. You have to apply that same dedication to your soul because your soul is more important than your body. So you stay there, you're ruthless with yourself and you're getting through that prayer time. So the, the problem here is not, it's not a problem um, that's, that's really like impossible to fix this spiritual unhealthiness. Uh, my sister actually has this great, uh, great method with her kids. I found it hilarious when she told me, but she, she, she raises her kids, right? Um, teaching them to have a universal palate, right? So w since they were little, she didn't give them any sugar because she, she was kind of like saying like how sugar, you know, forms their palate and it makes them turned off to these, these healthy foods. So my little niece, uh, she eats sardines, olives, all types of veggies. <laughs> She's got like this this adult palate, it kind of looks like, you know, she's not one of those typical kids that are just like so picky in the hour, you know, of eating and she eats everything. And when she does get sweets, like on a birthday or something, she devours these, these cakes. She sees the cake and it's just like, 
I, I guarantee you that she enjoys this cake more than any other kid her age because she has been weaned from it, you know? So she has it in its right spot and she eats better than everybody else because her palate is formed. So that's the same thing in the spiritual life, the palate of the soul, maybe the word of God, the Eucharist, all these spiritual realities are just tasteless to us because our palate, there's something wrong with our palate. So fast and, 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 and train yourself to, to just to wean yourself from this junk food and to eat the real, the real spiritual food so that you can form your palate. And like all moms know, like my sister, um, all moms know how to get their kids to eat well. A good mom, a good mom, you know, is, is, is she's, she knows like to give them spinach or she knows to give them like these, these veggies, even though he doesn't want it, but they also know how to do it. You know, that's the important thing. And, uh, our blessed mother's the same. She knows how to make these realities enjoyable for us. She's, she is sweetness herself. And she gets us to get into these, these spiritual realities. Um, the, the first time I ate broccoli and enjoyed it was actually from my aunt, who's a great mother. Um, and she knew, that if she hid the broccoli under the cheese in the pizza, I, I was going to eat it. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know it was there, but like it actually became my favorite pizza. And then I found out I was eating broccoli pizza. You know, I was like, well, and it wasn't a problem for me. I, I liked it. She got me to eat my broccoli because she's a mother and our blessed mother is the same way. She's she's going to make it easier for us. We just have to pray to her um, that we can get into shape spiritually, take care of our souls because it's the soul that matters. The body just stays here. And when we actually start getting into this, this spiritual fitness program, we're going to taste and see the goodness of the Lord. It's going to be all sweetness because he is the God of sweetness. So let's put down these resolutions. Let's make the decision and let's get into shape spiritually. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.